Welcome to the Catholic Apostolate Center's blogcast series. Today's episode is titled, Let Jesus Talk to You, written and read by Tom Karani. Several weeks ago, I stood in line for what I thought would be a normal confession. The line was long, which was good, because I needed time to get my thoughts in order. I had not been to confession for some time, and my prayer routine had been anything but routine. The busyness of life had gotten in the way. Moving to a new city, buying a new house, starting a new job, raising a young daughter, and anxiously awaiting another baby on the way were just some of the things that had been preoccupying my mind and my time. I felt guilty for ignoring God. Like many other parents who attempt to balance work and family life while trying to manage their spiritual lives as well. As I moved closer to the confessional, I became very aware of a familiar guilt creeping into my soul. Memories of unchristian actions and inactions that have made lasting impacts on my life hit me in mental waves. These are things that I've taken to the confessional before, but I still feel their burden of shame in my mind and my heart. I tried to rouse my theological senses to rationalize my worry away. There is no unforgivable sin, I tried to encourage myself. Did I really think that my sinfulness was greater than the divine goodness? I became uncharacteristically racked with doubt as I neared the confessional. Only a few people stood between me and the confessional door, and I took this chance to look at the tabernacle. Lord, can you really do this? Can you forgive me, even when I can't forget what I've done? Even when I can't forgive myself? I was surprised at the depth of my anguish. I decided to bring this up to the priest in my confession, and I eagerly anticipated hearing some good counsel. After I made my confession, the priest took a deep breath and remained silent for a time. I was convinced for a moment that I had overburdened him, that I had shocked him with my doubts. After a few moments, he said, For your penance, spend a few minutes in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Let Jesus talk to you. I'll admit, initially I was a bit downcast. I was hoping for some advice, something I could do to help myself. I have prayed in front of the Blessed Sacrament many times before and I've had more mundane experiences than life-changing ones. Slightly disappointed, I made my act of contrition and walked off to the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. I knelt and fixed my eyes on the tabernacle. I repeated the question I had asked earlier. Lord, can you really forgive me? And then very clearly, very abruptly in a voice not my own, I heard, Do you think I'm a liar? God spoke. His question was presented in a challenging way, but not an aggressive way. It was presented in a way that gave me space to respond with an answer, a true answer. In God's loving mercy, he knew how to speak to me so that I would understand that he had forgiven me. He responded to my question with his own question as a good rabbi would. The Lord shattered my racing, scrupulous thoughts, and he dared me to call him a liar just to get my attention, all in the presence of his sacred body. 
I had to stifle laughter as I knelt in the chapel with the other penitents. I was amazed. His simple question had infused my soul with joy and comfort because I know and believe that God is not a liar. How could I kneel before the Eucharist, gaze upon his sacramental body, and call him a liar? God is truth. There is nothing false in him, and he does what he says he will do. I gazed at the Eucharistic body of our Lord and was full of gratitude and awe. The God of the universe had made himself present through bread so that I might know his love. A week ago, the church commemorated Blessed Carlo Acutis, a young man who was filled with Eucharistic awe and who knew that it is the act of gazing upon the Eucharistic body of Jesus, not looking at ourselves, that changes hearts. I think one of his wiser quotes sums up this thought. Sadness is looking at ourselves. Happiness is looking toward God. God used the Eucharist, the sacrament of love, to remind me that I was living in curvatus in se, turned in on myself, which was preventing me from seeing that I was freed from my sins and that I could live anew. Confession and Eucharist together brought me great spiritual consolation that day. As the Church in the United States dedicates more time and energy to catechesis on the Eucharist, and as we celebrated Carlo Acutis's life last week, I hope that we can find time to gaze upon God in the Eucharist and to come away awestruck by the great sacrificial love residing in the Blessed Sacrament.